Donahan, and welcome to NWR Newscast, episode 67, for August 27th. With me today, we have Andy Gergen. What's up, Neil Ronahan? Not too much. We got Mike Sklens coming Hello, from Florida. Hello, everybody. And also from Florida, but I guess not that nearby because Florida's <laughs> fucking gigantic. We have special guest Carl Castaneda. I feel really special. Yeah, you should. You should. Yeah, the special <laughs> kid. No, I, I the NWR newscast is my favorite NWR podcast. Oh, That's right. Oh, the That's excellent. The Kids Mr. table strikes back. back here. No, don't take that too seriously. I say that. Carl, did we actually did we actually ever host an RFN together? Uh, what do you mean? Like, were we ever on Radio Free Nintendo at the same time outside of like a PAX panel? You and I? Yeah. You guys were on like 40 or 50 episodes Man, consecutively. Dude, you and I have recorded dozens of episodes of RFN <laughs> next to each other. Literally next to each other. Oh, yeah, that's why. I guess that's why I didn't think of it, because I'm used to talking to people over Skype, and you were physically on the couch next to me, so it's a little different. <laughs> that I just think of is that I just think of as hanging out with my buddy Carl. Oh. <laughs> Unbelievable. Also, I was probably so drunk many episodes. all of them. So many episodes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, let's get this show on the road. We'll start off with uh, some interesting Wii U rumors that have been going around that basically that shit is fucked. Um, mm. So what's going on <laughs> is that there there was, a I guess, a leak from a Nintendo insider um, mm. that was basically saying that the the chip that's used in the Wii U controller sucks. And they the only way they can get it um, to actually stream to that effectively is with this cable that hooks it up so it's not wireless at all. And mm. that still looks like shit. And there's constant updates. Like, I think they said quasi-daily was the uh, the quote from the art- from the article. That That's how many yeah. updates are being sent out for the system. Um, it also mm. mentioned that it was set for June 2012, which is... I mean, it's still... Th- this is unconfirmed, but it's from a uh, pretty trusted source, actually. One of the sources that leaked the Wii U's origins to begin with back when it got leaked before E3. Um, but it said June 2012, but the way it's looking is that it would likely be delayed until September 2012 because of all these troubles with it. And, uh, I mean, combine that with the stuff that, like, uh, the Wii U got bounced from Gamescom, um, things might be uh, a little suspect with the Wii U. Well, you guys I mean, it, if, if you compare it to what we knew about the Wii at this point, I mean, at this point in the Wii's life cycle, you know, I, I guess would have been, what, now? What, about six years ago? Yeah. Compared to what we knew about it then, Five. I mean, yeah, yeah, six. I mean, we already had pretty definite specs yeah. as far as like what was going to be in that, you know. Yeah, two GameCubes and two duct game tape and together. yeah, <laughs> like that. It was it was pretty clear, you know. I think sometimes that sometime after that, I think you know, internally we had our spec sheet that had the real numbers on there. Um, so the fact that they're still they're still finalizing hardware as basic as what's going to be in the controller is a little bit troubling. Well, I think it's not that they're – well, I mean, I guess they are going to have to figure that out. But I think it's just what they have in the controller is terrible. Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's no doubt about it. I mean, I've talked about this before, but that Wii U controller is is really, really shitty. It, it, I mean, it feels like a dream in all honesty. Like, I mean, not not to lord it over you guys, but I fucking mm. touched the thing. Well, I'm not talking about <laughs> – so really, I'm not talking about the, the ergonomics so much. I think it's a fine controller from a design standpoint. Yeah, I mean, but, Nintendo's um, great at that. Yeah, that that's that was never really of much of an issue for me. I mean, it, it so you know, obviously upon seeing it at first, it looks a little big, but everyone seems to like you know the yeah. way it feels, so no big deal. Um, 
But as far as what they're the actual specs of what they're putting in that controller just seem kind of ridiculous. Uh, you know, without getting too heavily into it, the fact that they're still using resistive touch in 2011, i.e., Palm Trio technology from the 1990s, is fucking ridiculous. That that like that seems a little suspect to me, and that combined with the fact that we are hearing that the the, the streaming chip in the controller or whatever it is 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 not up to snuff makes to me think makes me think that uh it seems like they're trying to keep their production costs very low so they can you know they Nintendo has traditionally always wanted to turn a profit on hardware which is not something that any other game console manufacturer has typically been invested in mm-hmm. uh so it seems to me like they're trying to keep the component costs low so they can you know try and turn a profit on the hardware which it sounds like maybe biting them in the ass a little bit but then again it's really early um, the daily update or almost daily update thing that doesn't shock me at all. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think that would be that uncommon in the development life cycle of a system like this at this point in time. It's not, no, um, fine. you know, maybe it's, a, maybe it's a hair more common, a little, but I think, it seems I think maybe that the quasi, like, like the quasi daily updates are happening at this point, because if they were shooting for June, 2012, that's, you know, nine months away. Yeah. And it yeah. does seem it'd be, it'd be smarter Obviously, they're going to shoot for June 2012, so they have room to delay it. Yeah. If they shoot for November and they end up needing to delay it, then they're screwed. Yeah. If they See, shoot like, for June, they've got like four months of delay they can add into there if they need yeah. to. This I mean, is all well and good. That Nintendo's official line was, uh, I guess, April 2012 to December 2012 is the range for it. This June 2012 yeah. just came out of the rumor. This is all well and good, but like honestly... It's. I mean, th- the system is almost a year away from coming out. Like, who who expects the tech to be to be perfect at this well, point? Like, I, I don't think that the issue. Somewhat, like, look, if it was a case of Nintendo hadn't finalized the hardware specifications of the machine itself, I don't think that would be nearly as big of a deal. Hardware manufacturers never really finalize their clock speeds until close up to the to the release. Anyway, that's not really so much of an issue. But this is the core functionality of the controller. Yeah, it's pretty much like, like what the that's, entire system's hook is. But that yeah. is exactly why it doesn't surprise me that they haven't got it quite right yet. Because this is, I mean, the, the machine itself, I mean, the Xbox 360 came out in 2005. They have, they've had plenty of time to analyze that level of hardware and get it right. Like, that's not sure. the hard part. The hard part is the controller, which hasn't been done before. And honestly, yeah. like I can, I, I can very well envision a similar report coming out about a year before the Wii launched, saying, uh, "Oh my God, guys, we got a Wii remote in our hand, and um, this thing does not do one-to-one tracking. They're showing, they're showing you doing sword fighting in the commercials. It doesn't do that. Like, well, right. yeah, I mean, and it took us about what a year and a half after the Wii came out to kind of finally come to terms with the fact that it doesn't do what they told us it would do. I, Though, to be fair, the technology for this kind of streaming stuff." does exist i mean i can shoot a video from my iphone or my ipad over to my apple tv and it's like mm. practically a flawless implementation okay well right. yeah but, I mean, the, the, the but the difference the, it, the a4 and an iphone is just arm really isn't it yeah it's, it's i think it's, it's an arm-based chip yeah yeah it's arm-based and isn't that <coughs> similar to what they've got in the uh the wii u controller i think i i know i think the arm chip is in 3ds and ds so I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they stuck. Yeah, ARM makes a lot of mobile well. chips, but I guess the yeah. difference when you look at it is that Apple has never been one to shy away from cheap, you know, from expensive components. They'll put good sure. shit in their stuff, and they will make right. you pay for it. Nintendo has always been not—they haven't been on the complete opposite end, but they've definitely always shied towards a more budget-friendly product in, on some level. 
But I mean, yeah, don't get, the, don't get me wrong. Time, like Apple's really Apple's really well known for also not putting the highest of the high end, you know, chips in their stuff anyway, and they just optimized the system, the OS around it. So I, I, I don't mean, think that's I, the. I don't want to get into too much of a diatribe about Apple, but I don't think that's the case anymore for Apple. Uh, okay, well, Intel that's, Intel's that's best processors are going into Apple's computers at this point, and Intel is making Same. their processors for Apple's computers and now. Well, I mean, honestly, like the whole. I mean, so apparently Nintendo can't quite figure out what to do about the Wii U's technology, but that doesn't really surprise me because the entire message behind the Wii U seems conflicted. It seems well, we don't want to give up this this strong Wii U branding that's not doing well with casual. Or that's only doing well with casual. Market, yeah. but we want to market to the hardcore, so we're going to put, you know, uh, what, uh, Darksiders 2 on there, but we're not going to show Darksiders 2, we're going to show New Super Mario Brothers. Me. Like, they, to me, they have no idea how to market this damn thing to begin with, so, like, this is just the latest stage of no, I mean, what it, appears it, to be massive confusion on their part. <laughs> I mean, look, I think if you look at Nintendo in general lately, they just seem to be going in five different directions at once, so it doesn't really seem to be too surprising that they can't really get their shit together when it comes to this fucking controller. Like, I, look, am I saying that the Wii U controller is going to come out and it's going to be screwy? No. Nintendo's smarter than that. They're going to obviously have this stuff fixed. Probably within the next, the next few months it'll be finalized, and I'm sure it'll be fine. But I think the larger issue at hand here is that I don't think Nintendo really knows what they want out of this freaking uh, console. No, the problem is they so know what they want. It's a mixed message. Or they want yeah, well, too they, much I think and they, they can't want everyone. Out. They want yeah. the same that everyone company wants. They just want your money. But, like... Are they, specific, are they specifically going after casuals? Or are they specifically going after hardcores? Because you can't do both. Yeah, they're trying to please That's all of the people all of the time. Yeah, you can't please everyone all of the time. Like, that, that is just basic marketing. Like, yeah. you, you have to pick an audience at some if point. If you're doing that, your product is a commodity. It's like toilet paper. Like, also, exactly. <laughs> June, re- like, really, June, is that a good idea after the, like, debacle of the 3DS, like, Coming out um, so poorly, they have I think to. September would be way more like, likely. June but seems also, like such a bad idea. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe the that... reason for June also is that, I mean, all the rumors are pointing to Microsoft unveiling a new console next June at E3. Yeah. Um, and you might want to kind of get that system to launch before you know details are known about the new Microsoft mm-hmm. system. On one end, that's a good idea, but on the other, like. On one end, that's a good idea. Like, Microsoft was first out of the gate, and the Xbox 360 has a huge lead. But on the opposite spectrum, if that backfires, you're in Dreamcast territory where yeah. you have a brilliant system out, and it just gets buried by the competition immediately. Because yep. you got to right. think there would be, I mean, if it comes out, I mean, regardless, it's, it's coming out in 2012 unless anything catastrophic happens. And that's going to be, you know, at least a year on the competition. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, honestly, everyone's saying that Microsoft's going to unveil their next console at next year at E3. I think it's possible that they might even not. I mean, with Kinect selling so well, I think Microsoft's going to milk that for all it's worth. If they can last another two years without releasing a console, they probably will. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if they announced it next year, but it definitely won't release until 2013 at the earliest. Yeah. Exactly. So, Most definitely. Uh, you know, there's there's going to be at least a year, maybe a year and a half, maybe even two years of the Wii U being on equal footing with the PS3 and, uh, and Xbox, so... That doesn't really bother me that much. I mean, the Wii was already the weakest system of the three when it was out, so having the same thing again, you know, it's not really new territory there. I think everyone kind of expects that. Um, but my, I guess, like I said, I think the issue here is that it's there's sort of a big mixed message going on with what Nintendo's going with what Nintendo's doing. They're saying, this, you know, they shaped it like a freaking Xbox 360. Like, the it's pretty clear what they're what they're trying to adapt to. 
but at the same time, they can't – like I said, big mixed message. They don't know if they want the casuals or if they want the hardcore. Yeah. Yeah. So what do they want? I don't know. All right. I just so. want I just want capacitive touch. That's all I want. Is that so much? <laughs> is that so hard? Is that so is that so? I just want more than three and a half hours of battery life on the controller. Oh, uh, yeah. That would be nice, too. I wouldn't, right, doubt, so I wouldn't count on it, though. Let's move on to the second ridiculous Nintendo-related story that uh, also yes. from the same source. There is a rumor that the 3DS will add a second uh, second circle pad, mm-hmm. um, which would uh, attach to it in some way and be sold for $10. And there would also yeah. be a substantial hardware redesign that would include this second circle pad. Um, and that would come out in, I believe, 2012 sometime. And there's also, I think, some of the rumors, I believe it was translated from French. And there was some yeah, from the same over, website over whether it was... Uh, it was it was the 3ds successor or just a hardware redesign, but I think the concept of a 3ds successor would be batshit insane. It'd be more of so, a reboot. Yeah. Wait a minute. Have, have we time traveled to late 2006, and are we talking about the PSP? Because <laughs> that what that's what this feels like. You know, it's like no. we got to put a second analog stick on there, and we got to put out a new redesign because obviously the sales aren't catching up. I don't think it's going to happen. That so, I is, mean, I, this is in insane. All honesty, I think this fall is going to be fine. The 3DS is going to sell very mm-hmm. well. It doesn't really have any major competition. I mean, the Vita is not coming out in North America or Europe this year. I think it might come out in Japan. Right. And, I mean, what other hot ticket item is there going to be? Okay, you have some big games coming out, but even still. Sure. The I idea mean, the of a price, the bundle, the holiday bundles that I'm sure they're going to have. I mean, I this thing's going to sell like hotcakes. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's the only Mario game. You got a new Mario Kart. You'll it's have... the only new piece of gaming technology out this year. Some yeah. ama- somehow. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's going to clean up. I have no doubt about it. The very idea of a of a add on second analog stick is complete insanity to me. There's just like there's absolutely this is segmenting the market all over again. It's Wii Motion Plus all over again. Yep. I yeah, mean, they, they, that Look seems how well that absurd. I mean, I'm sure it might be something they were looked into, but it is not going to be something that happens. Yeah. Where, where would it even plug in? Yeah. Yeah. I... It, it, for just aside from an aesthetic standpoint, where it doesn't make sense. I mean, honestly, if, if you think about it, what is it really going to add to the 3DS experience? A second analog stick? Not much. It would make Kid Icarus way more playable. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, kinda, I I've always been a fan of the aiming with the touchscreen. I like. I, I would have been more for the fact I... that it's fucking impossible as a lefty. But I, I did hear. Oh well, yeah. I, I, I talked. You were well, wrong. I, I think I read a news article about this back at E3, but talking to like. Uh, one of the it was up in like because we had an inter, the interview with Mark Franklin and uh, mm-hmm. Aaron Jared and I were were at the interview and we were up on like like the fucking loft the the Nintendo yeah. loft and mm-hmm. we got we finished with the interview and then we sat down and then some like one of the girls that was working up there was just like you want to play some games so we just sat there <laughs> and played all of Nintendo's 3DS games for like an hour but uh-huh. I was playing Kid Icarus and made a comment about how how pissed off I was because it's like I wish I could play this easier because I'm a lefty. Right. And she made some comment about, like, I think there's a left-handed mode. So, not the most really? reliable source, but they might work something in there. I, I think it would be I smart mean, to have some kind of option. I guess you could always use the face buttons as if it was, like, a D-pad. You could know. use the yeah. face buttons as a D-pad and the D-pad as the face buttons, technically, I guess. I suppose. I mean, I don't know. That doesn't sound very but then it's uh, But then but you don't have analog control. Uh, it would be better yeah. than nothing. Yeah, sure. I, I, I suppose. I mean, for you gotta, you got to get something to the lefties. Life's so hard already. Um, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I I, I kind of like that control scheme. So I've I've never been a 
uh, a detractor for that kind of stuff. I, I liked it in Hunters, and I liked it in Icarus when I played it at FX. I, I, I don't know why people are down on that game. Like, whenever I, I, I've heard, like, Johnny talk crap about Kid Icarus. Like, I don't like the good. multiplayer. I, oh, I didn't play the multiplayer yeah. pack, so I don't know if that's... Yeah, well, that wasn't like. at packs. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I want to play more of it. It just yeah, like, it's, I, it's difficult for me. Well, I played at, at PAX. It was awesome. It was like Sin and Punishment. It was yeah. great. It's no. Kid I, and so, Punishment. I'm, I'm super Kid and Punishment. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. But, I mean, who knows when that game's even coming out. Uh, until yeah, I know, right? Europe, they keep confirmed. freaking delaying it. And we haven't heard yeah. shit about it. It's not coming out here yeah. this year. Definitely not. What is the Sora, Sora is yeah. not the kind of developer that is going to... They're going to take I mean, their I time. I have a feeling we'll probably get either Luigi's Mansion or Kid Icarus in like January or February of 2012, and the other one we'll get in Well, like... isn't Luigi's Mansion already... Wasn't Luigi already confirmed for like end of... By the end of this yeah. fiscal year, at least? They would, here's the thing. Nintendo wouldn't have shown it at E3 if it wasn't going to be out by the end of the fiscal year. I don't think they've ever shown a game uh, unless they've explicitly said this yeah. is not coming out this fiscal year. Sure, unless it's well, like a Zelda game, M, basically. Yeah. But I mean, other other M was. Yeah, but if, if, well, if, I guess other M was a while. Yeah, but these like fringe franchises are never like shown way, yeah. way, way far. Um. Ways. Yeah, I mean, Luigi's yeah, Mansion yeah. I think is pretty much a lock for early 2012. Next level games is usually good at hitting deadlines. Mm-hmm. I mean, Project Sora obviously it's going to get I delayed. Mean, I think we'll see it in early 2012 at at the latest. Yeah, I mean, it's always looked pretty far yeah. along anyway. So. Yeah, that's true. They probably just need more content. Yeah. All right. Do we want to talk about anything else that came out of um, Gamescom? Well, before we get to that, let's uh, talk about Kirby's uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland has an October twenty fourth release date. So that's that's cool. Uh, pretty cool. Um, Finally, the multiple Kirby yeah. game that they showed. For yeah, there's actually going to you can play like, as four Kirby's at I, once, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, you, I, I mean, longtime readers of the site will remember that Planet GameCube debuted the first screens of this game back in like 2004, <laughs> 2005. Yeah, like, that's basically when... The, I don't the, even that remember was, that. Dude, it was the one with like Kirby with like Day-Day-Day, like yeah, stacked you on can do that. and there were like in, another in person. Was, like, yeah, like that game's been in development hell for so many <laughs> years. Well, it's finally yeah. coming out. Maybe I mean, I really liked what I played at uh, E3, so I'm hopeful. And it's coming out October yeah. 24th. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to mention that Europe and I, I would assume other regions are going to get this gimped Wii that doesn't play GameCube oh, games? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the deal with that? I, I don't understand this. Isn't isn't it just GameCube hardware inside of... Why would... Like, how yeah, are they saving just... money by stripping... It's not like there's an extra chip in there, is there? I don't think there is, so... Well, the, the Broadway and Hollywood are just plays off of the gecko and the other thing on the yeah if it's the same chipset and like with the playstation when the playstation 3 first came out it was backwards compatible because it had like a playstation 2 it had a playstation 2 system on a chip inside there maybe it's just the cost of manufacturing the controller ports yeah Yeah, maybe man are they that cheap (laughs) well there's no way those parts those parts got to be so cheap by now they're like a decade (laughs) old yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it it seems weird because the system should be directly backwards compatible with the GameCube. Yeah, like, it's not like the like well, the PlayStation. If we take out the Emotion Engine of the PlayStation Three, we will obviously different. save a ton of money. Like right, but literally, it's the same like chipset running at a higher clock speed. It yeah. should be with more totally memory. Fine. Yeah, yeah, with more memory, it should be totally fine. It should be totally backwards compatible. 
So it's a little strange that they would uh, that they're cutting GameCube support. It must be the ports. That's what that's what it's got to be. Yeah. All right. So yeah. uh, we got a few Gamescom things. First up, uh, a, a bunch of release dates got confirmed. Uh, first off, Zelda Skyward Sword is coming out on November 18th in Europe and then November 20th in North America. Fucking Europe gets it before us. Nice. Um, the Last of Story course. and Pandora's Tower confirmed for 2012 in Europe. We kind of knew that already, but now it's 100% confirmed. They were playable mm-hmm. at Gamescom, too. Um, I believe they were English versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some. They were playable at some event, I think like a Japan Expo in Europe, but they were the Japanese versions, and I think these were the English versions. Um, there's a whole mess of 3DS eShop games. Um, first up on Virtual Console, this week uh, we're getting Gargoyles Quest, or at least Europe is. I assume that North America would be getting most of these around the same time as Europe and North America generally have the same schedule. Um, I hope, for the love of God. Um, <laughs> 3D Classics Twin B is coming out in early September, I believe. Oh boy, yeah. another And schmup. then Mega Man, uh, I think it's Mega Man Wily's Revenge, or the first Mega Man on Game Boy is coming out in the middle of September. And then oh, sometime good. in quarter four, we're getting Metroid 2, Super Mario Land 2, and Bionic Commando, which I, I think is the original Game Boy one, not the Elite Forces one made by NST. You know, I've still never played Metroid 2. I, Me neither. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Oh, sorry, I don't <laughs> want to get into that then. But... I'm very so excited just, for when it eventually note, comes I out. I all Metroid games, but if that one's different, then maybe I'll try it. No, it's not. Okay, then I won't. <laughs> also, yeah. die in a fire. Eat shit and die. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> we also have a couple original eShop titles. Uh, there's Mighty Switch Force, which is uh, a, a platformer that makes use of 3D, kind of like Warrior Land, I assume. Um, and that's from Way Forward. Mm-hmm. They did uh, Mighty Milky Way and Mighty Flip Chance and Shantae and all those awesome, rad 2D sprite-based games. Um, mm-hmm. And then there is uh, Mutant Muds, which is from Renegade Kids. They're the guys who did, like, Moon and Dementium on mm-hmm. DS. And this is a really cool, mm-hmm. like, 2D platformer. I got to play it at E3, and it looks really, really awesome. Um, once again, it's, it's kind of, like, modeled cool. after Wario Land on Virtual Boy a little bit, just as far as how it makes use of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, front or foreground, background, and middle ground. And there's like Zen cool. Pinball and Pyramids and some other shit. So I mean, there's there's more original downloadable titles nice. that don't look like they suck, so. <laughs> or they're ports from <laughs> phone games. Yay! It's like Virtual Console <laughs> after all. <laughs> Sorry, that was overly <laughs> negative. But, yeah, that's about uh, that's about it with Gamescom. Um, there's more release dates. You can check out the site. We have a whole bunch of news stories, and. Uh, I guess the one last news note is that there will be a 3DS conference, or I believe it's a 3DS focus conference, maybe not completely revolving around 3DS, on September 13th in uh, in Japan, which is uh, you know a few days before Tokyo Game Show. Nintendo usually does this, but apparently there's going to be major announcements. Yay! I think it's basically going to be Nintendo saying, "Listen, you know we screwed up. We know we screwed up. This is how we're going to fix it." We have these games. That's the that's the key right there, right? We have these yeah. games. Please, yeah, please I, tell I, us which of these games that you have. I think they know that they've got to fucking knock it out of the park with a really nice like with some really good game announcements. Because honestly, there were not enough at E three, like not near. I mean, there, there were some good games so, that that were revealed at E three. Yeah, but they Listen, they mostly seem to be Nintendo yeah. first party. Like you know, we need to see some good third party games. Like yeah, I want a good Castlevania. 
Castlevania, yeah, still, please. Dude, that seems like a lock. Like it seems like why why would they throw away good money? Like why? Well, they, they haven't made one for DS for for DS in a while either. It's it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, but they put they. How many did they make for DS? Like four, three. I, I saw think. Portrait of Ruin, Order of Ecclesia. Yeah, three for DS, three for GBA, three. but then I got real quiet over the last three yeah. years. I'm sure it's coming, but like you know, I, I, we Andy and I were talking about this a little bit before the show that Canvas Curse on DS really was the, one of the first games on DS that really showed the potential of the system. And I feel like Canvas Curse was the game that ended the drought. On we need DS. that game, and I don't know if that game will be. Yeah, we uh, need Mario that game Land on 3DS or Mario Kart. Luigi's Mansion. I, for for me, it will be Mario Kart because. Mario Kart DS is, I believe, the best kart racer of all time. So if this game is half as good as that, then it will be the game that I pour hundreds of hours into. I'm not I sure just e- hope they... either, either of those games can be that for this system, just because of how surprising Canvas Curse was. Like, we all I know suppose. we all exactly know exactly what we're getting with Mario Kart and Mario Land 3D. Like, those are That's very true. much known commodities. Can- Canvas Curse, mm-hmm. really, I, I wasn't paying any attention to it before it came out. Then all of a sudden, everyone was mm-hmm. talking about it. It was, it was everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Is there a game, do you guys think, is there a game that currently announced 3DS game on the lineup that you think could be that game? No, because everything everything's really a uh, shit we've seen. Uh, yeah, I think, I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's, there's plenty of software that I want to that I want to buy on DS, or 3DS, but it's, it is a lot of like, oh, it's the next game in this franchise, it's going to yeah. be really good. You know, it's kind of a lot of that. I haven't seen too many, like, surprises, especially third-party surprises. I want to find out what the like the WarioWare Rhythm Heaven team is working Rhythm on. Rhythm Heaven Wii? Yeah, yeah. Be, that would be nice. <laughs> is WayForward working, on, I, working I, on any original 3DS games? Um, aren't they, they're doing, but, aren't they doing, no, that's Next Level is doing Luigi. Because that would do it. Maybe a, maybe a new Shantae, yeah. that'd be great. Hey, how about a new Elite Beat Agent? Oh, man. How about that, fellas? Yeah, I take it. <laughs> that would, Except you know, for, I would you know, buy I mean, that day one. That's the, that's kind of the problem with the, the 3D top screen is that Elite Beat Agents is a game that's completely focused around the touchscreen. Yeah, same with Canvas Although, Curse um, is the problem. It doesn't really matter. Shimigami Tensei Devil Survivor Overclocked um, that came out today. And apparently, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a mouthful of a word, and it's actually a remake of a DS game, but that doesn't really use the 3D at all. Like, mm-hmm. Well, here that doesn't, that doesn't, I don't care, because I don't, I don't play with the 3D on. Yeah, I don't but I mean, I'm just saying, like, that game so. is more focused around the touchscreen. So... I mean, it's an I Atlas see. game, so it'll it'll sell its paltry amount and probably do fine. But mm-hmm. yeah, well, I for mean, what yeah, it's worth, <coughs> God damn it! For what it's worth, I've been playing a lot of Canvas Curse lately, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. But um, I, I I thought it would be irritating to play Canvas Curse on the 3DS because of how much higher quality the top screen was. At least at least when when you boot this thing into regu- into regular DS emulation mode, it it, it doesn't feel bad at all. It's, that, that game really holds up. It, and still I think plays if you hold great. select, it'll boot it into native resolution. It's all tiny. Yeah, yeah. Then it's, it's all tiny. tiny though. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, the fact it, is, like, even even what we're talking about here about what we want out of the, out of the 3DS, we're all just basically bringing up franchises. Like, oh, I want this franchise on DS. You know, on well, it's hard to say. You know, I want this totally new original idea that that's I've never thing. heard of. Like, yeah. yeah. What I mean, the, that that is what we want. Like, that's we want to see something new from a third party developer. Yeah. At least I that's mean, that's I the want. thing we haven't really seen um, anything overly new. I mean, I guess that that one Capcom, like the Sound Adventure game. It, I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's not like something that neat, like you know I mean, it's going to be crazy, but I think that could be like a cool like Phoenix Wright esque niche niche title that people. That that would be interesting and make use of that. What was that? Um, in interesting way. What was that? What was that DS launch title from Feel the Magic. from um from Sega? Yeah, Feel the Magic. Yeah, Feel yeah. the Magic. Where's our Feel the hey, Magic? You know, you know what I would want? 
I would want Sora after Kid Icarus to not make Super Smash Brothers Brawl and make a panel oh. upon game. Oh, paneled upon, so good. That that's what I would want. How about that, fellas? How about a return to DS era puzzle oh games on three D? Do them all in three D. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would, would be I would buy better. That. Uh, make them downloadable games. That'll never happen. Eh, I don't care. I, I, as long as I get them. No, that won't happen. We'll get we'll get uh, we'll get paneled <laughs> as long as Express I get them. when three uh, DSi comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, like, I really, really liked those couple years on DS when puzzle games were selling, like, hotcakes, and we were getting a lot of them, and a lot of them were really, really good. Yeah, interesting, like, new concepts like Meteos and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like Meteos, dude. Yeah. Wow, God, Even though I, I didn't, killed. honestly, I didn't really like Meteos that much. I like Meteos a whole lot. I, I thought, I, was really uh, a big fan of I always thought Luminous was the much better Q Games puzzler. Luminous was really good, too, but I mean, then you also had, like, uh, Tetris DS was really good. Oh, it's so There's good. Tetris um, game coming out, and coming like, out the uh, 3DS this year. That looks pretty sharp. All right, well, maybe that'll be good. Won't be as good uh, as Tetris no. DS. <laughs> Nothing ever will. <laughs> Dude, I think, I, I think whenever we go to PAX, we still see people playing Tetris DS. I still. I do. Yeah, I, it's Fantastic. one of the games I always bring with me. It's freaking great. Yeah. And it's also really great for killing time while you're waiting in line for something. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Anyway, but I, I would love to see something of that vein. Like, I would love to see a genre come back on 3DS, a la puzzles when they came back on DS. Like, that would be something really fresh and new that would really Picross get me excited 3DS. about the system. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, you know, uh, in the meantime, I'll take my yeah. Mario Kart. I, would I can't really complain. complain. Yeah. All right, so uh, that, that does it for news. There was, there was a lot of it to go through, and hopefully we'll have even more of it in the coming months. <laughs> um, okay, so our first uh, piece of listener mail comes from Sergeant Foster, who says, I hate to be a nagging Nancy, but I wonder what you think about the VC games being released. I understand the trickle release for 3DS were type games, but re-releases, dot, 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 dot. I would rather see whichever games they plan to release, all, you know, all slash most, slash majority of them from the start. I do understand the argument of who will buy Game Boy games with GBA games available, Wow, this guy's sentence structure is not very good. You're dead. <laughs> oh, harsh. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Sergeant Foster, I'm sorry. Uh, just don't release or spend any time on Mary Kate and Ashley Crush Course. Were yeah, I was going to say, is that an Endspace game? A bunch of those? <laughs> uh, if Mario Land and Great, Mario now they fun. hate us. <laughs> Dude, I've actually, <laughs> I, I talked to uh, Ted um, Newman from from Endspace about the Mario, the Mario... <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley, uh, that sweet sixteen learning to drive because I bought that for a friend as a joke, and he, he made a comment about how he made that. I'm like you made that one, I bought that for my friend as a gag gift. Sergeant <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, Foster goes on to say, if Mario Land and Mario vs Donkey Kong release at the same time, one won't ape. Ha 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 ha. Sorry. <laughs> dot dot dot. From the other. Uh, in the age of ROMs, why may people wait to see if Wario Land Four is coming? Just have it available so I can go and get it. Trickle out Pokemon, maybe the one, Mother 1, 2, 3 remakes that came out in, in uh, Japan. I also think compared to what Apple is allowed to happen, drop the prices on these games. Make them impulse buys. Uh, I'm not saying that 99 cents is the answer, but drop what the drop of the 3DS price means. You do what you got to do to make do. Do. Don to do. Side note, I love the podcast. <laughs> Don to do. That reference won't, won't touch base with anyone. Because that podcast has never been released. I saw that the other day and there just had go. wonderful memories. 
Oh, so anyway, that's what Sergeant yeah. Foster says. Um, what do you I, I, think? We, I wanna, Mike and I have argued about this both on the podcast and on Twitter. Oh, a million times. I, I will stand by this fact that all Nintendo has to do to make this trickling of games a little better and a lot easier is just like at, at the beginning of a month, beginning of a quarter or something, just be like, yo, guys, here is the release list of every virtual console game coming out for the next three months. Just, just get that out there yeah. because what kills it is that we have this anticipation for Thursday, and okay, the Europe mm. uh, releases have basically given us a pretty big tell as to what's going to come. Like I would, I would put money on the fact yeah. that Gargoyles Quest is going to come to uh, North America on Thursday because it's announced for Europe. And last week, Urban Champion came out in both regions. Um, but you take away right. Europe, and we have no idea what's coming out every Thursday, and that's the problem: is that we all yeah, anticipate it, and we all check the shop, and if. if you know, the only thing that comes to Urban Champion, and we didn't know about that before, and we're, we're taking time out of our day to go on the fucking system and check it, of course we're going to be pissed off. I mean, it's great when we have gems come out and we're surprised. Yeah, yeah it's basically you're every... you're not going to release gems every week, and you have to get real, it's either you have a fucking monkey running that, or you're aware of the quality when you're releasing a good game, and you know when you're releasing a crap game. I mean, look, the fact... The fact... The fact of the matter is, like, I mean, it yeah. seems pretty simple to me. If you want a game to sell, you have to hype the release of said game. You can't just drop it and in it's, the middle of nowhere and it's hope funny that people pick it up. Because that is the that is the philosophy that the games industry has worked on for like the past two decades. Is you have yeah. to hype a game up forever and then finally release it. And here they are, like, who knows yeah, what they're going to release? We don't find out until like the morning, three hours Day before up. they're actually released, like nine a.m. Yeah. And it's every just, week, like Neil said, we're anticip- every week I've been anticipating yeah. Metroid 2. And every week I've been excited because I think I there's mean, a thank, chance thank that Metroid God 2 might come Europe, out. Because we know it's coming out this <laughs> and year. And it doesn't. Hopefully. And that, I mean, that was this... Uh... Yeah. It was especially this <laughs> last week where I, I had gone on record like four or five times saying, this is the first virtual nope, console week after the price drop. There's going to be something good. good. Fucking shit. <laughs> nothing. Fucking nothing. This week was... No first-party games outside of th- outside of Urban Champion 3D Classic. Like, um, Why are they wasting their time? Urban Champion James Dawson is playing. And <laughs> who thinks Urban Champion is a Miyamoto? <laughs> apparently, a little positive on it. <laughs> good. It's just good. Why? Lord. I don't understand. And it has been released numerous times over the years on various services. Like why? I, I think there's. I think there's a cool, pretty good chance. Cool, who at Nintendo signed signed a piece of paper that say yes, spend money on this and make it so we can sell it? If you go back into the RFN archives, I'm sure you can find an episode of Mike and I arguing this very same point about <laughs> Wii Virtual Console. Oh, Why yeah. the fuck would they release Urban Champion? I don't understand who wants to play this. That's Someone at the company maybe wants to continue gotten... learning from their same mistakes over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Once like... we've gotten past all the good releases, sure, go ahead and put the crap up. Yeah, it was but, like three games a week. Do you guys remember when the when the Virtual Console first started releasing games? How and how many? Yeah. Or, you know, like or at least it was week, interesting. And usually at least had one of them TG was really, really good. good. Unless you were or like at least a special kid. Like, like, you never had a TG-16. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. I mean, I, I probably spent, with it, like in, the, in yeah, those I early probably, days, I mean, easily a couple hundred dollars. I, I haven't really bought a virtual games. console game in a long time, but that first year, there were so many good games constantly coming out. And, I mean, yeah. partially because I'm obligated, because I'm, I'm doing the, the buy-off feature over at GamePro. Game, yeah, GamePro, plug, plug. But, I mean, I'm, I'm buying everything right now. Thank, thank you, GamePro. <laughs> but, 
the thing is is that like there there are good games on the virtual console <laughs> and there are some of those like those gems that you didn't know about. I mean, I, I I don't think Avenging Spirit and Fortified Zone are amazing, but they're interesting games and you unless you you happen to get it as a Christmas gift, you've never played those games before. Yeah. And for 3 bucks, they're totally worth plunging in on. And then you have stuff like DK94 and I mean even Kirby's Dreamland's pretty fun. That, that exactly. But we haven't had a good solid virtual console release like you know like a notable title mm-hmm. since Kirby's Dreamland, which was, I think, what, like three weeks into June? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Picross came out, which is. No, we had Picross come out. But, and that's even if you include the 3D yeah. classics, there's still, I mean, like, even I if like, you include uh, those, there still hasn't been a standout good, title. It's kind of just like the 3DS as a whole with retail games is that there are a lot of good games on it, but there's no standout title. Right. I mean, look, you know, it's definitely a breath of fresh air, you know. Why, why do you think you were so excited by the games they announced yeah. in the Ambassador Program? Because they're like, oh, finally, content. I games that I, I can't yeah. wait good for content that I can download that, on my 3DS. Um, in about a week so, Neil, Neil you think... Games that, yes, we've all likely... We're getting, we're getting all... Well, are we getting them all at once or not? Because I've heard both. I've heard, I've heard no. both ways. We got... It, no. But I mean, at, at a minimum, what we're getting like Super Mario okay. Bros. Even though they haven't announced That'd what the other five are, that'd be great to have them on my 3DS. You know, I was thinking about the. Oh yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. I wouldn't be surprised if those five games that they announced are going to be for every yeah, region, I mean, and I wouldn't really, be surprised like, if the I'm, other five games may be region specific. Games, but even still, like like Japan oh, may get these well, five, five games, games and that they have announced are interesting enough to me that I really like. Yeah, I might be a little disappointed, but I'm not going to be supremely let down because either way, I'm still getting ten free yeah. games. My my other thought was perhaps that all the titles they've announced for the ambassador are all first party titles, and maybe I that mean, they haven't announced any other titles party. because they're securing licenses for third party content. If they're, I mean, if if the caliber of the first party games, at least the Game Boy Advance games, is of any indication, maybe we'll get I mean, Final you know, Fantasy they're they're advanced. good. The Game Boy Advance games are all fantastic games. So if we could get some quality, oh like Mega Man Two, if I could get Mega Man Two as one of the NES games, that would be really nice. You know. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I mean, uh, just yeah. every week, like, just one release Mega, Mega Man Two over and over. Just do again. it. Yeah. Why I not put out home. 20 games and give us a Capcom's choice? I've been doing it for years. Every <laughs> single week. It's a dynamite strategy. Can't lose. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to touch on one of their thought. <laughs> not anymore. Um, I wanted to touch real quick on one other thing he mentioned in this email about um, doing it the way Apple does it, setting up impulse purchases. and um, it, I mean, if you have an iPhone or an iPad or even if you have a Mac and you have the Mac App Store, Apple like has made click it a button ridiculously and you're just like, oh, easy to give this. them money. It is scary easy to give Apple money. Yeah. Seriously, do I have to enter in my credit card information every time and it's, I want to add and it's points? And that, it's that having to load funds yeah. into your wallet. Yeah. It's an extra step. It's it's, it's remember, like four um, more pages this, of clicking that are be, that giving me time to rethink my purchase. This. Well, yeah. I guess after the next piece of listener mail. It, but I visited uh, Tiburon to check out Madden on, on Wii last year. And they had a diagram that I think I took a picture of. I don't know where the fuck it is. But they had a diagram of what the franchise mode was previously. And then they kind of optimized it for Wii. And franchise mode previously was like a million fucking like screens. Just like all this stuff. And then they streamlined it where it was just really simple and easy to use. You know, all pointer controlled. Whereas the other one, you, you know, it was the old franchise from fucking 
PS2 and GameCube. Mm-hmm. But it's like the old franchise mode is what Nintendo does, and the new one is what Apple right. does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I, I worked for a, for a mobile game developer, and a lot of what we did, a lot of the way we make money is with in-app purchases, which have to be super, super streamlined to make you actually spend money. The biggest barrier to entry for people to, to drop dollars on their games yeah. is not actually dropping said dollars. It's how many steps you give them to reconsider that option. Yeah. If, I can, if you can just click buy, then you're good. Yep. Yeah, buy, type in your password, confirm, yes, no, done. Like, that's yes. three steps. Yeah. And if you look at, even the way Sony does it on the PlayStation Network, things are spelled out in real dollars, and you have that, you have that wallet, and you have to add mm-hmm. funds to the wallet. But if you don't have enough funds in the wallet, um, when you go to buy a game, like when you go to buy like the Scott Pilgrim game, which is like $10, if you have nothing in your wallet, you click buy, it brings up yep. a page that says, all right, we're going to add $10 to your wallet from your credit card that we have saved, and then we're going to yeah. deduct that $10 from your wallet, and they they do it all in one on one seamless thing. It's not, mm. it's, you don't have to back out, add money, go back to the game page, and buy the game. It's just, you want this game? Great, but first you need money. Here's a pop-up so you can add money. Add money, done. Yeah, and the only, the only on Xbox Live. The I only mean, catch is that you need to add at least $5 to the wallet, so if you want to buy a $3 yeah. game... But and that's the same thing on the 3DS shop is if you want to buy a three dollar game you have to add five dollars to your wallet. But it's not a streamlined experience of I can't just click buy and have the money automatically added. I have to go right. back out and you add money. Back out, and go back and get the game paid. Click a button that add funds. Well, it, okay, I, I haven't done it that way. So you're doing it all. It's, it's I mean, not. Look, it's not as simple. If they only really Clearly all they the really need to do is save is my credit card information and put a is. password on top of it. You do, there is no. App that's what everyone else does. You know, if, if I you don't need to really say, I want to buy this. Like, here is my money. Give me said thing. You know, though, it is fun bucks. Yeah, it is. Well, that's a tax evasion thing. They don't have to pay well, taxes maybe, on yeah. it if they do it that way, which is why they all do it that way. Next listener letter comes from Adolf Vega from Arlington. Adolf Vega writes, I know it's never safe to assume things with Nintendo, but w- should we assume that the NES and GBA downloadable games given to the 3DS ambassadors will be able to load on the SD card l- or save on the SD yes. card like the other 3DS downloadable software? I hate how DSiWare games are stuck onto system <laughs> memory, and my, and my 3DS system memory is almost full of DSi games, but the SD card has thousands of blocks open. All these free NES and GBA games may fill up systems easily if you cannot play them off the SD card. Um, Neil, you know for a fact that they go with the SD card? No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's safe to assume. Oh. Yeah, I think it's safe <laughs> to assume. I mean, other 3DS exclusive content can work on the SD card, yeah. so there's no yeah. reason to assume it would be locked. I mean, I think the that the big, the big problem is, I guess, compatibility with the, the DSi and the yeah. DS. Yeah. He also the, the DSiWare on on the DSi systems can only be read from. The system memory, so yeah. that's why. I mean, it's dumb, but that's the reason. He also adds, any chance Kung Fu for the NES will be one of the free games, because he loved that game as a kid, and actually, so did I. Kung Fu is the very first video game that I ever beat. Uh, true story. Uh, I've I, never played Kung Fu. There's certainly a chance. I don't know that it holds up particularly well, but it's it was never released on the Wii Virtual Console, which I think kind of puts it as a low probability. Um, I don't know if maybe it's a publishing rights issue. Uh, I think the game was originally developed by IREM, um, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, if, I'm was. not sure if it was published by Nintendo or what, but it all, it was it is one of the original NES launch titles. I think one of the 18 yeah, original NES game. launch titles. Yeah, I hope they put Dodgeball on. Oh, dude, I love Dodgeball. What that's, about that's R- one of River my City Ransom? 
Dude, I've I've put so many hours into dodgeball and virtual console on Wii. It's so good. Oh, I, I mean, I had game. the. It was, I think it was one of the. I mean, I didn't get an NES until the mid '90s. I got it gifted from my cousin, but I think mm. dodgeball was one of the first games that I got for it, and I played the shit out of that game. That game is so good, dude. When you can catch like a solid throw and like yeah. relay it back over. I mean, look, it's dodgeball, but yeah. it was pretty fucking sweet. They had a well. I mean, the dodgeball game on Game Boy Advance is is fantastic. Is it? And I never the, played the, it. The, the DS one is it's okay. You're talking yeah. about the dodgeball game that was done by the River City Ransom guys, right? Yeah. Was it? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Same Super, kitchen, super, same super dodgeball. Sprites. Super dodgeball. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I played aces. I played the NES one, and it was it was it was damn good. And then, like at the end, where you fight like the Russia team, and then yeah. you fight the evil, you fight your your doppelgangers that are mm. like ghosts or something. Oh man, it's crazy! And the music, it's really good multiplayer too. Guys, I yeah. just thought, why why isn't the Scott Pilgrim game on the 3DS? That would be awesome. So, um, you know why? Because Scott Pilgrim crashed and burned in theaters. Oh, it's the game is so good. That game is, is game that, so a great game, but the game did not. I don't think it's so well, but the game yeah, is probably my favorite game that came out in 2010, maybe. Wow, really? The game's really good. It's I have a, it, but I haven't really played it. It's my favorites. It's beautiful. I mean, if we're talking about, you know, downloadable games we want to see on 3DS, how about these, How about Explosion Man? Yeah. Hell? I mean, that, so I don't think that would ever happen. It, it will, like but it would be sweet. Yeah. Plus, There's, those guys love Nintendo. They would love to put an, an, an uh, yeah. Explosion Man on a Nintendo system. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Miss Explosion Man, awesome. I have it. It's really good. Yeah. I've, I've been it. actually, I've been playing a lot of the multiplayer with, uh, mm-hmm. with a friend of mine. And that's really I've had the most fun in that because it's it's fucking devious. It's 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 a brilliant game. Yeah, so, uh, explosion Miss Explosion Man is the best Sonic the Hedgehog game since Sonic Three. Yeah, <laughs> I never true. thought of it like that, but yeah, it's you're so right. fucking similar. It's ridiculous, and it's really really fucking good. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. um, yeah, uh, Kung Fu. Maybe it'll be a free game. We'll find out in a week and a half. Or uh, a week. Well, not even from the time this airs. Yeah. It'll be less than a week. Three days in the past. I'm excited. I have, I have a big trip coming up the uh, week of, I think, the second week in September. I know Neil does yeah. as well. So yes. I will have plenty of shit to play on my 3DS. That's hey, exciting. Uh, guys and uh, also podcasters, two weeks from when this episode is released, I'm getting married. So nice. Weird. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be married, out a week, dude. guys. Just letting you know. You were the um, second director to get married while while in office. I, uh, I guess it's it's Skip Billy and Johnny, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also I also happen to be missing a big event like uh like Lindy did because he missed E3 and I'm missing Tokyo Game Show. Of course. You were you really gonna go to Tokyo Game Show yeah, though? Well, I mean, exactly. Just, you know, covering it and making sure that. Yeah. How convenient that your wedding is during one of the busiest times of the year. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um. So. Let's move on to uh, some of the last things that we're going to talk about today. Uh, the first one is Madden 12 on Wii, which uh, I've been playing for the past week or so. The review will be up. Um, the embargo's up on Friday, so I can talk about it freely now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes out next Tuesday, August 30th. And I'm, as you might know from what I've written and talked about in the past, I'm a real big fan of Madden on Wii. And what they did in Madden 12 is just you know make it make it better. But they also I guess they took a little bit of the personality because they had this really cool, like, cartoony art style that really, I mean, let's let's get real. Wii games, on the whole, look like shit, especially when you compare them to 360 and PS3 games. So I played the demo for eh. the, three, the Wii games version of Madden 12. The game is beautiful. Madden 12 on Wii, which now has gone back from, it, it left the cartoony art style, and it looks like a fucking PS2 game again. 
which is really disheartening. Mm. But other than that, oh. I mean, the game's solid. The pointer controls I'm a big fan of, and they added classic controller support, which is one of those things that it's about damn time. And that's it's, it's fine. It controls really well, and it still has you know that the, the cool multiplayer and you know. I wonder if uh, poor sales of last year's game has pretty much convinced them to kind of just stop trying. I mean, can't really blame them. I don't know. I mean, one of the things that I have to, I, I really have to give Tiburon credit, especially as someone that's been, I mean, just you know, I've I've, I've pretty much worked with the, like the EAPR on you know writing pretty banging previews for the past three years on Madden games, and just seeing how they really take feedback from what reviewers said the year before and put that into their game. And I assume that since they're doing that for the Wii version, they probably did that with the 360 and PS3 version. And I know people shit on Madden and, you know, NCAA and stuff like that for kind of having those really, you know, the, the small iterative changes. And then they have, like, the years where, like, they don't touch one mode and the next year it gets a big revamp. But they're on really rush schedules. And I think what they have to do is that they prioritize what needs to get done, and, th and they do it. And, I mean... Yes, yeah, sometimes sometimes it doesn't work out as well, but I think Tiburon deserves a lot of credit for doing what they've done with Madden for the past mm. what decade and a half. Sure. I mean, look, the fact of the matter is, it's never easy to put out one game a year for a studio. That's fucking tough. Yeah. Like, I mean, Tiburon's huge at this point. They have an entire fucking building in Orlando where they have like I think they were well they were working on that MMA game. Which did that ever even come out? I think which it just one? came out. Okay, the EA Sports MMA game. Oh uh, yeah. It came yeah. Out. I beat that with one hand. <laughs> like, I put the demo for it, and I literally, like, you just have to, like, mash the analog stick and the A button, and you'll probably win. <laughs> but, it's pretty bad. I mean, if you think about it, they're doing NCAA football every year. They're doing Madden every year. I think they also do Tiger Woods every year. Like, Tiburon has, a, I mean, obviously they're different teams, but still, they, you know, they hit deadlines. Damn it. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, I mean, Madden Wii, it's... Uh, I'll be completely honest, there's a limited market that appeals to this game, but as part of that limited market, I'm really enjoying it. Also, the Packers are fucking awesome in it because they won the Super Bowl last year. Fuck the Eagles. Yeah, seriously, dude. <laughs> I'm actually, uh, I'm halfway through a, a championship game where, I, like, because I, I, I played, like, half of a season and then simulated the rest so I could check out, like, the, the off-season stuff. And um, I'm in the, the championship game, and it's against the fucking Eagles, but it's not even with their updated <laughs> stacked roster yet, so uh, I... I I need to kick the shit out of that. Does, does it simulate people getting spit on in the stands? Because <laughs> does it well, simulate? I mean, dude, watch out for that Oakland-San Francisco game. I Wait, mean, it's, it might be a little too soon. But does it simulate Tim Tebow getting traded? <laughs> does it simulate Tim Tebow getting cut and then like getting removed from the game? <laughs> does it simulate oh. Terrell Pryor doing all sorts of illegal activities with the Raiders? <laughs> Hey, Tim Tebow has a long career ahead of him as a sportscaster in Gainesville. Oh, that's, that's fucked. You, you don't know, dude. I lived in Gainesville for a while, and there are former Florida quarterbacks who, like, sell used cars and shit. It's yeah. I, I did, I did get the city right, didn't I? Okay, yeah, because Tallahassee is Florida State. Just making sure yeah. I got the city right. <laughs> I mean, look, the fact is he could totally retire to Gainesville and do car commercials for the rest of his life. Yeah, he would. But, he could totally retire and do nothing for the rest of his life, and people would just like bring him tidings every week as long as he's living in Gainesville. I'll see you one <laughs> Tim Tebow and raise you an Eric Crouch. I really, I mean, just I, I, 
it's it's so funny. I mean, not to get on an NFL tangent here, but seeing just all the hate on Tebow because, like, in the off season, or at least I guess during the lockout, all the stuff is like Tebow's going to start in Denver, and then like like you know they started mini camps, and it's just like Tim Tebow is a giant piece of shit. This is funny. This is funny to me because you are just just now seeing the Tim Tebow hate machine, and I've been a part of it for the better part of a decade <laughs> yeah, at this point. It's. I mean, the fact is, like, I have a lot of friends who went to UF. I'm sure Mike does as well. Like, you know, being in such close quarters between Tallahassee and Gainesville, like, most people are are friendly between the two cities. But t- I think Tim Tebow is not liked by anyone in Tallahassee. No. Because he, he just seems too good. He seems like he's hiding something ridiculous. I'm just saying, eventually one day, Tim Tebow sex scandal, I'm just waiting for it. <laughs> With other dudes. I mean, look, it doesn't even have to be with a, I'm not saying he's got to be gay or anything, but, like, you know. Wasn't that wasn't that already reported? I mean, he Urban Meyer, and well, that was a thing, right? Oh, oh, oh. I mean, clearly there was a reason that he kept starting. But, I mean, you know, clearly yeah, it has nothing to do arm. with the fact well, that he was a winning Josh machine. McDaniels, why do you think Josh McDaniels <laughs> even uh, picked him in the first round in the first place? Mm. I think he's uh he's got the power of god on his on his side tebow hate cast i mean I, i've got real i've got no real problem with the guy i just neither do i hysterical. honestly like like a friend of mine a friend of mine actually sort of knows tim tebow and apparently he's like the so nicest love, guy and just so much you know so I've, I've got i personally as a football fan thousands of miles away from your part of the country i am not affected by tim tebow at all You might be, because, you know, it's, he's getting, he gets traded around so much, he might end up on your favorite yeah. team. You don't seem to understand. I don't follow what, NFL. What team is he going to follow? <laughs> yeah, me okay. neither. Maybe, maybe they'll bump him back down to NCAA. Like, in, unless unless the Florida Gators had played Nebraska in a bowl game in the last five, six years, it wouldn't, it wouldn't fucking affect me whatsoever. I follow whatever NFL team has the most prominent former Nebraska players. Like, right now, I kind of <laughs> like that the Eagles have an awesome kicker, and I kind of like that Detroit has an awesome defensive line. And that's about as much as I give a shit. Oh, they, that's the reason I remotely good. care about the Vikings this year. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I just have a fascination with Philly sports because I mean, they as, have some, the best as someone fans who grew up around those fans, like, and being a, a good friend of mine is a big Philly fan. fan. They're they're a bunch of dicks. I mean, uh, New York fans are pretty bad too, and like you hear about the shit in like San Francisco and the Bay Area, those fans are pretty off the off the hook too. Because what was there? There was the Giants, or uh, the, the San Francisco Giants and the LA Dodgers game where like someone died, and then the Oakland Raiders Niners preseason game where someone was shot, like. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I think that just about does it, does it, guys. Um, we were going to talk about Kirby Canvas curse a little bit, but maybe spoiler we'll alert, it's awesome. Kirby Mass Attack is closer, so in like three weeks. Holds up, it's excellent. Or Play it maybe if you still have it. But because uh, Kirby Mass Attack is like the hair apparent mm-hmm. to uh, Canvas curse. Do it. Um, Do it right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I might actually <laughs> bust it out now because I'm kind of in a lull with with games. Yeah. I, I all right later, guys. I might have to find it. Oh, well, we're not gonna, we're not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do any any pimp, any pimping. Oh, all right, Carl, do your fucking pimping. I'm just saying that the day after this podcast comes out, you can find me on Radio Free Nintendo, where I will be defending the honor of Killer Seven against uh, uh, three or four really very angry people. I'm sure. Um, then a mere, mm, let's see. Six days later, or five days later, you can hear me on the latest episode of Box Office Poison over at Crosstalk.com, where our movie of the month is going to be Return to Oz. 
But Mike won't be there because he has other things to do. Unfortunately. Jerk. But I will tell you that I thought Rise of the Planet of the Apes was amazing. <laughs> yes. It was so those are all those are all the places you can find me. Do it. Yeah. Um and I guess because Carl's here and he's gonna influence my, my pimping nature too. I I, uh, I had a review for Flight Control on WiiWare, go up on Game Pro. I also had a review cool. for Cartoon Network Punch Time Explosion, go up on NWR, but mm. the Game Pro one I get money for. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, right, every every two weeks, um, I do an eShop roundup for, for Game Pro, and most of the time, it's just me reviewing old DSiWare games, because I have to review eight games, and there's only like fucking two every two weeks. Nintendo, nice. damn it. But it's fine. I don't. I don't do anything. <laughs> Mike, Mike is on this. You can listen to. You can listen to my podcast on crosstalk.com, Hardcore Nerdography, um, mm-hmm. if you feel so inclined. There you go. That winning endorsement. Yeah. That's a newscast. All right. See you guys <laughs> next week. Bye, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.